thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello everybody, welcome back to Holistic Finance. I'm your host, Ryan Burklow. With me, my co-host, Alex Collins. Hey Ryan, how's it going? Good, good. I'm excited about today's podcast. Um, we've had several conversations with a lot of naturopaths and specifically around their practice. And oftentimes we get stuck on one side of the planning. And it's very it's, typical. And it's very typical. And we slowly get it transitioned into the both sides of the planning. But what's interesting is, is the notch path coming in really only had one side of the planning on their mind to begin with. And by, by both sides, we're talking about business and personal. Right. And, you know, that's really the title of today's podcast. Which is more important, the personal or the business financial planning? And oftentimes when a notch path sits with us, it's one or the other. And today we're really going to talk about it's actually both because inevitably it's really both sides that have you lived your life now and in the future. Yeah, I mean, it's it's two sides of the same coin. You can't really do one effectively without properly doing the other. So the issue at hand is most practice owners we work with at least tend to put up a wall between the business planning and, and the personal planning, and it's focused on one at a time. And like intellectually, it makes sense to build that wall uh, and to, to wall it off, especially if you're in a relationship. Like You want to make sure that your spouse they doesn't necessarily interfere with the business. And at the same time, you also need to make sure that, that we're understanding like how that dynamic works and where the what the cash flow looks like, really. You know, in the end, the, the business and the personal planning are inseparable, and there, there's really kind of two main reasons for this, right? The The biggest one is, well, your business is fueling your personal lifestyle. Yeah, 100%. Right? Like, if your business is producing revenue, hopefully that's netting you some income, which is having you live the life that you want to live while helping a lot of your patients. Yeah, absolutely. So if without if it's not, there's a bigger issue. Right. So without the business planning, well, then we really don't have any personal planning to talk about. Right. And vice versa, if we're talking about the personal planning and we're inefficient on the business side, well then the business then it comes back to the personal side eventually because the business isn't doing well, which then comes back to you. Well, and not only that, but you are the fuel for your practice. And so without taking care of you on a personal side, you can't help grow and nurture the practice to what you want it to look like and what you want it to become. So the answer to the question, we're, we not, we're not going to have to wait to the end of the podcast to answer the question here, Alex, but the answer to the question is which one's more important? Well, the answer is both. How you address it, you might start on one side, but you're always going to be tying in the other side because they are inseparable. So where do you start, right? Yeah, so we would start with protecting your cash flow first, both on the personal side and on the business side. As long as we're doing the work, we might as well do the work 
once instead of doing it on one side, going off and doing something else, and then coming back and then having to do that, that same work over again. From an efficiency standpoint, it makes sense. And protecting your cash flow is the number one most important thing because without cash flow, your business is in trouble. And without cash flow, on a personal side, most Americans are going to be bankrupt within like three months. I mean, for a lot of the people we're talking to, that may not quite be the case. But at the same time, without cash flow, on the personal side, we're going to struggle very, very quickly. Yeah, the what's interesting about the the protection, protecting the income or the cash flow, or starting only on the business side. You know, you and I were talking earlier in this podcast, and I brought up well. The, we want to make sure we're pr- protecting the end goal or the end dream. And I brought up, well, my end dream actually might be running the practice and building building that piece and making it what I want it to be. And even today, I'm, I may not, quote, unquote, retire the traditional way where I just stop working one day. Right. I might actually work until I can't work anymore because I actually truly enjoy what I'm doing. The issue with my statement and in our conversation that was called out was at some point I may not be able to work. Well, we also don't always control that stuff as much as we want to think like, Oh, Hey, we can like, as soon as we're able to retire financially, then we'll be able to do that if we so desire. Well, a lot of folks wind up having to retire, not because they've, reached sufficiency and are able to to retire the lifestyle that they want they had something happen regulatory environment changed they got let go by their company and now they can't get hired something happened from a health standpoint something happened with their parents health and now they're required to go help them there are a host of different things that can take you out and away from your business your practice and a working career. So the reason I, br- I bring that up to, to Alex's point, we we don't know what will happen. And the biggest thing that we've always spoken into is controlling what you can control. I definitely want to control if something happens to me that I can't control. I I want some I want some pieces in place that allows me to live the life that I'm currently living. Yeah, you, you want as much measure of control over that circumstance and situation as possible. So that's what we're talking about, protection of cash flow on the business side and the personal side, because again, they are inseparable. Without one, you don't have the other. Exactly. We need to make sure that we're protecting the health of the business, being able to make sure that we're hiring another naturopath to come in and, and run things while we're out, make sure that the lights stay on, all the employees are taken care of, all of our patients are cared for all of those things, then that's the business side. Then on the personal side, we need to make sure that we still have revenue coming in, not to the business, but to us personally, so that we can pay the mortgage, pay all of our bills, make sure that there's food on the table, a roof over the kids' heads, all of that stuff. And we can't, how do you choose one over the other? Well, there's a quick analysis that just popped in my head. Everyone knows that you need to stay fit to, to have the life that you want in general, unless you want a, a different life that we're not talking about here. However, 
you could go exercise and run five miles a day. But if you don't feed yourself right, how does that affect you? Not good. Right? So that's what we're talking about here when we're talking about business and personal. They're still inseparable, just like exercise and what you're putting in your body. So, all right. We've beaten up number one here. Let's let's <laughs> roll on to number two. Uh, number two is continuation planning or exit planning, right? Almost like a blueprint of the what-if scenarios when you leave your practice. Yeah, and a, a lot of the folks that wind up listening to this podcast, that they're sole practitioners. And so, like, the concept of continuation planning, like, okay, that doesn't really apply to me. That might be true. At the same time, we are all going to exit our practice at some point. You know, as we talked about in the first one, we may not get to choose that point, but we're all going to exit. And we really owe it to ourselves, our employees, our patients. We owe it to a whole bunch of people to have figured out what's the plan and how are we doing this? And the plan may change, right? That's why we called it a blueprint. Nope. Set in stone from day one. Like never going to change. I don't think anyone wants that. What's funny is some people say that they want that. And in actuality, you really don't. If you think about what that really means. Right. <laughs> but the, the point of the matter is, is it's a blueprint. And the blueprint is constantly going to change and shift. And the question you got to ask yourself is, who's helping monitor that blueprint? How often are you dusting off that plan and taking a look at it and going, wow, I, I wanted to do this at one point? Huh? Right. And this is going to sound self-serving, um, but the fact of the matter is, is you need to be working with a professional to tie all of these pieces together. And it might be several professionals to help tie it all together. But the fact is, is you're an area, you're an expert in your area of expertise, being a naturopathic doctor whether that's helping patients with Lyme disease, helping people with pain, right? Whatever your area of expertise is, you do that all day, every day. You've studied to be an expert in that arena. Maybe you should work with someone that's an expert in other arenas to help you better yourself financially and in the business. Yes, maybe. Smart Alec. <laughs> All right, so so number You don't know how many times I got called smart Alec growing up, do you? Shocker. <laughs> so number three, uh, this is all about savings rate and what we will call liquidity, having access to funds. We've spoken about this in prior podcasts. What we're talking about around savings rate is again, control what you can control. Save fifteen to twenty percent of your gross income on the personal side to make sure that you have the balance and really kind of keeping in check really your lifestyle as well as having access to funds when you want them and need them. Right. And on the business side, it's trying to figure out like, okay, how much cash flow is this business generating? What are the profits? How much do we want to reinvest back into the practice? What are the things that we want to do? Where do we want these dollars to go? How much do we need to keep liquid in the event that we don't get paid by uh, an insurance company for a while or something goofy happens with any of these different aspects that, of, our, of our practice. And so we really need to understand, okay, how do we, what's the plan for expansion? Um, and you know, then that flows into how much of our profits do we wind up 
passing over to the personal side. Right, which, so just to sum up number three here, it's around having control of your money and saving money where it, should, where it should be, as well as having access to the money, not only for negative events, but for positive events, buying another practice possibly, right? Like what may fall in your lap where you want cash or money to be able to exponentially grow your practice possibly. Well, and doing it in a, a controlled manner so that you're not getting too far out over your skis or that you're not overextending yourself into a place that you shouldn't be. Right. This takes us to number four, where to grow your wealth. And this is really about uh, on the both on the practice side as well as on the individual side, where is it that we're going to choose to grow wealth? If it's on the business side, what's the plan for all those dollars that we created in step three, like how are we going to reinvest? Where is the growth of the practice going to come from? Are we buying the building that we're in? Are we opening up a second location? Are we bringing on partners? Like what, what's the plan for growth on the practice side? And then on the personal side, okay, how, where is it that we're going to increase our, our stores of wealth? Like, is it through maybe a qualified retirement plan? Okay, well, that goes right back to talking about the business and how that affects not only you as the practice owner, but also all of your employees and how you're setting it, you know, what you're doing for them in addition to doing for yourself. And there are a lot of complex issues that go around some of that stuff. And we get to deal with all of the fun tax code like ERISA and things of that nature. Um, and at the same time, there's still a lot of flexibility and really it's a matter of sitting down with a professional and understanding what your options are and what fits appropriately for, for your particular situation. Yeah. And another key point that Alex is alluding to, but I'm, I just want to make sure we dictate it clearly is how much of your wealth should be building up in your practice versus on the personal balance sheet. And the key point there is it shouldn't be all on one or the other, right? There should be balance between the two, right? There's themes coming across in all of our podcasts. Hopefully people are catching on. Balance is one of them. Balance is one of them. Control what you can control is another piece, right? It just allows for all of the flexibility that we want and most of the time need because we don't know what's going to happen in any given year. One of the good things, Ryan, is when we're talking to our, our naturopathic clients, they get the concept of balance way better than just about anybody else we talk to about this. Touche. Touche. <laughs> so I'll move on, I think, is what Alex is saying. <laughs> Number five and the last piece is debt. Control the debt. And control the debt in terms of also what debt you're paying off and how aggressive you're paying off. There is such a thing as good debt. Absolutely. And so there's good debt versus bad debt, which is another podcast that we've had. And it's more around... Right, a credit card that has a 20% interest rate, that's bad debt. Almost always. Right, because the analysis should be, okay, if I'm paying 20% to the credit card in interest, could I, do, could I put my money elsewhere and do better than 20%? Well, to do better than 20% is typically hard, and so that's why we would consider that bad debt. Whereas you might have, and I'm going to make up a mortgage, right, your, your home might have a, an interest rate of three or three and a half, 
that's not necessarily bad debt, right? Because you could put your money back in the practice because maybe your practice is kicking 10% every year, right? And that's not all, a, 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 that's not me telling you to, to never overpay on the mortgage. It's, it's just explaining the difference in good debt versus bad debt. And you should analyze what makes the most sense in your situation. Well, and not allowing debt payments to overcrowd your ability to tackle all these other things like protecting your cash flow, making sure that you've got a con- continuation plan in place with uh, your business partners or whatever the next generation is going to look like, saving the correct amount of money, and then growing wealth. All of those things need to occur, and it can't. And paying down debt is really the fifth thing. Look, we get that. Many of you, when you get out of school, you've got a large student loan. You've got loans in the practice. You, you normally coming in to the practice with a, a decent amount of debt. What we don't want to have happen is to attack the debt and not building liquidity anywhere else and just t- making a silo decision on that. So really looking at what makes the most sense for you. So we hope today's podcast was valuable for you. Again, the whole takeaway is the personal and the business financial planning is one and the same. They're inseparable. And when you're starting, focusing on those five key areas, protecting the income and cash flow, having a blueprint around continuation planning or the exit of the practice, your savings rate and, and having cash or liquidity for, that, um, for those events that come up, where to grow your wealth in terms of business versus personal, and then how do we attack debt? Make sure you check us out at holistic-finance.com. And you can uh, go there and ask us questions. At the bottom of that, you can uh, send us a quick email with any questions you want us to talk about on the podcast. And Alex about to chime in something here. Yeah, question of the day. Have you attacked personal planning or business planning and why? We hope today's podcast is viable for you. And as always, make it a great day. From sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 3585 Maple Street, number 140, Ventura, California, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Security, member FINLA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is an indirect wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2020-95367, expiration 02.